welcome Hi. to Mean Girls Interrupted. Travis and I, you guys just walked in after we went off on Denise Richards in the best way possible. We love Denise Starship Richards, Troopers. just so you guys know. Yeah, as children of the 90s, we watched Denise Richards and Starship Troopers. And after I first saw her in the theater, like in our town was like, we lived like an hour away from the theater. So the entire trip home in the dark at nighttime, I was, I, I could only think about how she looked in that movie. How amazing she was. Like, like I was like, who is she? Like, why does her face look like that? It's like everything about her. I was like, she is, she is an icon. She is an icon. Time. What sucks too about that is like Denise definitely deserved better. Yeah, I now and I only say this because I am biased and I like her. I don't know if she's I personally don't know if she's a great actor, but like, she wasn't when, given we, the opportunity to thrive she's in never something been given great. The chance. Yeah. Like if she were to come back now, who knows? I would watch it. I love Denise Richards and I feel bad for her and all the stuff like current stuff that's happened with her and Charlie Sheen. But that's not neither here nor there. Right. We're talking hot ass Denise Richards, Starship Troopers, Paul Wild Things. styles. Also go see showgirls and, and relish in a true camp fest. Yeah. Like a, a true essence of the word camp. I know Travis has qualms with everybody oh, no, throwing that shit around. But that's because it's re- like more. Everyone just use it. It's a fucking buzzword now. I'm so yeah. tired of it. You can't just call a bad movie camp to justify it being terrible. Yeah. It has to be something people are genuinely making without realizing it's bad. Yeah. You can't actively generate camp. It's something that happens magically. It's not it's not something you go in to make it. And we have discussed strive, this. You can't strive to make it. You can't just call a bad movie campy. It's. It's something that happens through a lot of different reasons, and there's no one formula for there it. There isn't a formula for you, camp. But whenever you reach it, whenever you attain that, it's usually done inadvertently. It, yeah, it's not something you go in to make. Like the movie we're talking about As now. far as films go, I'm talking yes, about. I'm not, not talking, talking about fashion. I'm not talking about... No music. Be, um, we're talking about movies in particular. Can't be movies in particular. Yes. If you wanted to talk about fashion, look at Moschino. Moschino yeah. does not care. They make whatever they want. They are the perfection. They are camp. Oh my the, God. Did you see the, the inflatables? The blondes the, are camp, but they're high camp. The inflatables, excuse me. Oh, the, the Moschino, uh, like whatever, what was it? Like spring, summer runway, like that just happened in fashion month I've or whatever. I've missed this, but I'm going to look at this it's as soon like, as we're done. It's all like, like inflatable pool children's things. Wait, okay. I'm kind of, and it's ups- like, it's all like stitched together into like some hot couture stuff. Wait. <laughs> and it was their hot couture is all like inflatable pool toys and floaties. Okay, I'm I'm going after this. I'm going because <laughs> I missed like a, this. It looks like a Katy Perry video. It's basically inspired by Katy Perry. She's camp. Yeah. So, but without with that being said, a movie that is not camp that we're talking about now is Halloween Ends. Oh right. <laughs> um, so we're talking about Halloween Ends here on this movie review podcast. And where are you right now? We're at Mean Girls Girls Interrupted. Interrupted. And I'm John. And I'm Travis. And we review movies and we spoil them for you. 
but at home <laughs> or, or in your car or wherever you're at or while you're or like shopping. through your, eye, uh, your, your, your earphones, your iPhones, your iPhones, your ear pads. Uh, <laughs> Um, we do it through your iPhones, through your ear pads. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I, just, I just need to get it done to me through my earphones and my iPad. John and I are kind of riding on a high from our last episode because right. it was, if, if you haven't listened yet to Orphan First Kill, that's the episode 20, what episode are we on? Uh, 2000. We're, um, John, it feels like we're, we're in the high 20s. We're approaching 30. You know, we're what? The, we are approaching 30. John, we're pushing 30. No longer young. I know. Oh, but uh, um, yes. Anyway, we do um, have to say this. Yes. John and I, these are our opinions. Ours. Sorry. I don't know why we say are. It's our. Well, also, think, why do we say fall when it's autumn? Oh, interesting. Uh, do you know? And we fully know that it's called autumn, but we call it fall. I think it's just easier to be like fall. It is. I do yeah. like it, though. I do like fall, but I also yeah. like autumn. Also, I knew an I autumn. Also know, you know, I love the connotation that fall has and that you're kind of like dropping. In, no, you're dropping into like a lull for the rest of the year. Right. And that's what I like about the season. So we're in an ooky spooky October spectacular, if you will. Yeah. And where we're coming out with two episodes every week, not for the numbers, but for you. Um, so <laughs> definitely for you. It's only it's for only you. Only for you. So like, comment, subscribe, email Rate, us at review. mean girls yes. interrupted at gmail.com and go to www.meangirlsinterrupted.com where you can find all those ways to do things in one hot spot. Yeah. Um, we have an FAQ on there. Frequently asked questions. Yeah. Um, but we, we don't. We, <laughs> we have a, <laughs> we have a contact form where you can actually contact us and we will contact you back personally. With something that is personal. personal. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is laughing. I can't help it. Uh, Travis this likes is my to laugh favorite away time. from Travis laughs away from the microphone. I have to laugh away from the microphone because <laughs> the thing is, it's like I laugh. Sometimes I laugh so much on this podcast and I listen back and I'm like, why are you laughing? But in the moment I am finding joy. And okay. that's all that matters because this is what we do. We do it for the joy. Um, but anyway, so the movie we're doing this week, spoiler alert, is Halloween Ends, the uh, final installment after decades, decades dude, of uh, installments. We got to hand it to JLC. <laughs> JLC, okay. Jamie Lee Kurtz. She has stuck with this franchise forever. Through thick and thin. Better mon- for worse. Money. She has been m- money. <laughs> she has been money. She has been <laughs> money for the past 40 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very, very, very true. Also, As her iconic scream queen, Lori Strode. Also prom night. Well, yeah, that's a, she solidified herself in not just this one, but prom night and several different other very. Which, by the way, Brittany Snow was in the remake of Prom Night. Do you oh, remember she that? Was, the PG-13 she? version, which yeah. lame. Do yeah, not remake a Stupid. But I love uh, Britney yeah. Snow. We love Britney Snow here. Underrated Britney we, Snow. We do love a Britney Snow mint. I actually, yeah. Dude, X did it for me. 
X has uh, elevated Britney Snow to an echelon that I don't think people fully appreciate at this time. And you know what? Honestly, get on the program, you guys. Britney Snow's moment is going to cut. I don't know when, but if she keeps doing stuff like this, I think she could truly. She can transcend uh, that typecast. She can transcend all of the things. And I think she's actively working at it. Finally, I hope so. But we're not talking about her. We are talking about our opinions, everyone, on Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends, which is a horror film. You don't say. (laughs) Which is a little little known fact. Uh, And it is directed by David Gordon Green, who is actually a pretty... Phenomenal filmmaker in what? certain ways. In well, the, the movie, okay. No, 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 no. We don't even have to say that because here's the thing is uh, we say this, we're not disparaging the creators, the people. Yeah. They put in a lot of work. The movie itself does not look bad. The, d- no, the direction it looks great. is the direction's not bad. Look, it's, just, it's, no, it's not one person's fault why a movie falls short. And I guess we're doing that review now. That's OK, because listen, a, we're yeah. allowed and I think it's OK. And maybe we should do our review up front so you guys can understand. Well, also, I feel like at this point, at the, the time of release, like if you're living under a rock, then you don't know. But if you aren't, then you kind of probably know that Halloween ends is like infuriating people out there. <laughs> Because it is the uh, end of a franchise that a lot of people have like put a lot of time. And they're like, cool, thanks for doing us dirty. What the fuck were you thinking? Um, but anyway, so this is produced by Blumhouse, uh, which is, um, you know, they an, do inst- good stuff. an institution. But they also do a lot of bad stuff, too. That's not let's not get it twisted. True. They do good stuff. OK, you're right. There you know is what? some good uh, and bad. There's good and bad. Uh, I can't yeah, say the, shit. The, the good is the good is a minority. Like, yes, (laughs) you have you have your iconic things like like get out like you have your other things like uh, Hellraiser. Sure. Hellraiser 2022. They produced it, didn't they? Or did they help? Uh, It's more like a 20th century studio situation. I thought I saw Blumhouse on the. Was it Blumhouse not involved with Hellraiser? I don't think so. What was the one that we just watched? There was a horror movie we watched recently. It had Blumhouse on it. I remember specifically being like, oh, (laughs) oh, well, let's let's dive in real quick. Let's just hop, skip and a jump over here. Because now I'm interested to know. This is the time before our review starts for us to kind of get the. Uh, So they did not do the um, the dupe dupe. The who's it wasn't Hellraiser. I don't believe that it was Hellraiser, but let me just It was one we literally just did. Uh, Yeah. So what did we do? We did. I can't even remember anymore. But they do so many things. They They just turn. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, we did just do Halloween Kills. They did that, too. True. Um, But they're also doing that very hyped movie in 2023, Megan. See, I cannot wait to watch Megan. That thing's either going to be so amazing or it's going to be total crap fodder. Like it's going to be John. No, I mean, it's already making memes, John, this movie. And it doesn't come out till next year. That's that's totally okay. Because guess what? Having her fucking twerk around while holding. Do you remember those little knife things for the paper cutters? Yeah. Listen, (laughs) it's very menacing. That 
is so awesome. And she, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. I was like, that's a, that's a fun choice. But this, is, lo- this is also distributed by uh, universal pictures, Halloween, Halloween ends. And the stars, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Matichak, who plays her granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the shape who is michael myers by the way and they refer to him as the shape and also um an interesting actor called uh rohan campbell who plays Corey, who plays a surprisingly large role in this film um also did he not kind of look like i'm so sorry brad smith if you're listening do you remember brad of course you remember Brad. Oh, back in the day? Yes. yes, he looked just like Brad Smith. I could not stop looking at him and being like, you Brad, is that so? you? Yes. I wasn't getting that. You weren't? No. I don't know. I was. But that's just me. Anyway, so it's a the, the cast is very not just competent. They are giving it their all in this movie. And you can Which tell they came to work and they mm-hmm. are earnestly doing something and they are they are pulling these emotions out of somewhere inside of them. And I'm like that, like acting looks really hard and congratulations. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. <clears throat> and, and also Jamie Lee Curtis, like in everything that she does, John, I love her blonde hair in this. I'm not kidding. I think she you know, looks so beautiful. <clears throat> I oh, truly yeah, could, think Jamie Lee Curtis looks so beautiful in this movie. Yeah, I bet like in her, like whenever they were like, talking about doing Halloween ends. She's like, can we like not make my hair so like gray and stringy this time around? She has like blonde hair, dude. And I'm like, girl, get it. Yeah, she has like highlights and like a professional like like blowout. Jamie so Lee, like, she, she looks hot, dude. She looks hot in this movie. Good yeah, for like, her. Yeah, great for her. And like, uh, so anyway, um, this movie is the uh, apparently the last one. It's <laughs> called Halloween Ends. But I mean, is it ever really going to be the last one? I hope, dude. Seriously, I hope for the love of God. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> we just have to. Uh, so this picks up. It time jumps from Halloween Kills. Four years, which I'm like, dude. What I loved about Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills was that it was literally where it left off. I thought that was, I'm not kidding. I thought that was amazing. Well, even though Halloween Kills was kind of shit, they could have just taken it on. They could have just done it. Dude, at the end of Halloween Kills, Michael Myers was literally killing everyone in the town. Okay. There is no point for this to time jump. No, it made Thank you, John, because this I'm actually getting. I don't know if I'm feeling triggered, but I'm <laughs> You're getting triggered. John, it pisses me off that they yeah. didn't continue it the same way. I thought that was a, yeah. such a cool way for them to continue the franchise. Make it yeah, one it's night. It's a trilogy. It's a trilogy that ends. And then one it's just night. Sort of make it one night. One night. And then like the last and then the last Halloween ends could have been Laurie Strode in the hospital injured no, and fighting for her fucking life and fight. And yeah. And the whole thing is just this knockout drag out. Who's going to come out on top. Also the bodies. Where are the bodies? Yeah. Where are the bodies? Where are the bodies? It makes me so mad because the first half of this movie, <laughs> almost all of this movie is this melodramatic, like, I can't even believe how bad these people are treating me. We got to get out of this town. Yeah. Um, And by that, he's talking about what Travis is referring to as a character named Corey. And he has been in no other movies of Halloween. 
But for some reason, he's in this one. Can I tell you that I actually loved the cold open in this and I thought it was so cool. Also, yes, that little kid. Fuck that kid. Yeah, that kid was an asshole. He got what he got. (laughs) He did get what he got. He got got what he get. (laughs) And so the cold open. Yes. Amazing cold open. I mean, cold opens. Cool. You can totally. Oh, work I'm not, it. We should not spoil the cold open because this is the best part of this movie that does yeah, have some things. It involves, that I thought were Corey, cool. it involves yeah. Corey and there's some unfortunate events that happen. Tune in on Peacock for this. A child and, dies, but we're not going to tell you how because it yeah. fucking worked. Yeah, it was cool. But anyway, um, so the movie goes on and we keep following this Corey character. This This Corey character is just. Really broody. He's in high school, right? I don't know, actually. Or is he being bullied by high school kids? I think he's being bullied by high school kids. He's an AFI and then um, the high school kids are bullying him. Got it. Because their band isn't famous yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so uh, he's... He's broody. He is haunted by Everyone the unfortunate in the town circumstance. Him. Yeah. An accident, by the way. It was truly an accident that has followed him and haunted him. Just right. FYI, so and you all some, know. Context. There's some speculation whether or not he had done it on purpose. And he's just like an outsider. He works at like a scrap metal yard. His dad's scrap metal yard. Yes, yes. And he drives a motorcycle. So you'd think that he's cool, but he's really not. And um, But he's constantly bullied by band nerds they are are band nerds they're band nerds driving a convertible and you know how we can tell that they're band nerds because one of they're wearing the band the marching band outfit and listen if you're a band nerd good for you get it i was in marching band and i loved it but it doesn't make you any less of a nerd but also it's like it's an interesting choice in a movie yeah. to make them ban like really, really horrible people. Dude, they're actually really bad. The people in this movie are horrible to that dude, but they don't yeah. know the context. And obviously I probably would have been a dick to him, too. I'd be like, he murdered a child. Um, yeah, but they go like too hard, like cartoonishly bad. hard. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like stupid. And he cuts his hand on some glass. The kids are uh, evil to him. Yeah, they're outside of a gas station. And guess who's filling up that day and, and makes them scram? Jamie uh, Lee Curtis. Lori Strode. Oh, yes. Lori Strode is there. Sorry, it's not Jamie Lee. It's Lori yeah, Strode. She's like, she's like, hey, you kids. And then and she the pulls out a knife. Well, no, they go inside. She says, hey, you kids, get the hell on out of here. Oh, so right. She does inside. pull a knife on the she children. Pulls a, no, she doesn't pull it on them. <laughs> oh. She pulls the knife out and she tells Corey, she says, you want me to do it or do you want to do it? And you're like, oh, shit, they're going to kill these kids in a gas station. And then yeah. they slit the tires, which I thought was cool. Yeah, it's like cool. they bond. They bond over Lori being like, damn, this poor child. And you're like, I'm an outsider just like you. And then uh, she goes to the grocery store and she but, runs into the, the former sheriff guy. Yeah. And was, they, 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 uh, he's in the other movie. What is he too. buying? What was he buying? Do you oh, know? I can't remember. Do oh. you? <laughs> oh, no. I was just wondering if maybe you remembered. Oh, no. I, I don't remember. But I do, <laughs> I do know, I do know that he like, I do, I do know that he like compliments her hair. And then she's like, 
Okay, backhanded compliment. No, no, no. No, he said, no, she actually was filling it, dude. She was filling it because remember she walks out of the store and then remember how homegirl from the last movie was supposed to die? Her sister's like, you're the reason why my sister can't talk. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then, and then like, she's and then she's sad after she was wa- riding on a high. Right, right. And it's like, you know what? I'm an outsider in this town, too. I'm like, being damn. bullied by the town's people as well. So now I relate to Corey. So the next yeah. thing I should do is introduce Corey to my granddaughter, who's also an outsider. What? An outsider who's also a nurse now. Yeah, she is a she nurse. She got her nursing. She's a, she is an RN. She is Florence Nightingaling it. I thought she, she was is, working at a vet. Um, was she literally at the hospital or was she at a veterinarian's? Maybe she was in scrubs. She was in scrubs. We're just going to call her a dental hygienist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She is a working gal and she She's wears scrubs at her place of work. And um, she, uh, yeah, she forms a very fast bond with Corey, the outsider. And they on on Halloween night, they go dancing at a bar. Dude. They are dancing real hard with masks on. They are grinding. She's got it. a cat. She has a cat mask. Okay, yeah, now it makes sense. She is a veterinarian. Yeah. So she has a cat mask on, and then she's like, and he has a scarecrow mask on. Yeah, a scarecrow like a mask cutesy, on. cartoony scarecrow mask. Yeah, and with their masks on, they are dancing. They are oh, they're drinking and dancing, and Corey is going a little too hard. Honestly, John, it was too much. It was too much. It was a lot. You know, the the director in me, uh, which is kind of non-existent, I go, I go, hey, you know what, Corey? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Rohan Campbell. Uh, great, great performance on that take. I think what you're doing is bringing so much inner life of this character out onto the screen and it's translating. But I would just say for continuity because in a previous shot you weren't going as ridiculously hard maybe just dial it back from embarrassing to like okay this guy's like drunk and dancing yes so slightly less embarrassing yeah and um, it's like i can see you're playing to the back row you're swinging for those fences which i love Johnny, love that he was you're gonna be cast in my next movie but also dial it back his makeup was for the back of the house. <laughs> yeah. John, it was not it. So then he gets off the floor and he goes to the bar and takes his mask off. And also there? riding on a high that immediately gets you know, right. Torn this down keeps happening. It's a thing. It does. It keeps happening in this movie. Yeah. So he goes to the bar, takes his mask off, and guess who's there? The mom of the dead child that everyone accused him of murdering up. And she's wasted. She's mad, too. She's so mad. I don't she's remember. She's like, look like you're having a good time. She said, well, I ain't. Although it looked like she was having a pretty good time. Yeah, she can't remember anything. No, um, she was so and, mad. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I think that you're a thing that I don't like. And I'm going to tell you that I don't like it every day that I live. So she ran him Mm. out of the bar. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? John, I just Um, finished this. No joke. I should have no reason (laughs) for getting. (laughs) Well, he's Corey's having a bad night. And for some reason, we the movie keeps following him. Oh, he walks away. He walks away. He walks away. 
He ditches Allison, who was really kind of loving him at this point. And so, but we keep following Corey's character for seemingly no reason at all. And then the band nerds show up on an overpass. And so they continue to bully him within an inch of his life. Mm -hmm. They, it ends up into the situation where he gets pulled out. I mean, he gets pushed over the edge of this overpass and he lands in the the wash or whatever. He lands in a homeless guy's camp. Yeah. And then they're like, oh shit. And then they got to get out of there. And then he's like fine apparently. And like, didn't suffer any injuries, which was kind of weird. Well, I think he ran out of breath. So the breath was knocked out of him. And then for some reason, Michael Myers drags him into a sewer. Yeah, yeah, he falls in front of, the, of cinder blocks. The, the home of Michael Myers, which is a sewer, <laughs> which is a cavernous sewer. <laughs> and nobody thought to look there for Michael Myers. Who's so been he missing lived for in a sewer years. for four years without killing a single person. And also there's Michael Myers at this point. It's been very, 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 very established based off of Halloween kills that he has a single mind. He has one motive. And that motivation is to stand in front of a window. Um, Also, can we (laughs) and anybody who gets in his way dies? Do not block his view is all we have to say. And so now, four years later, he's hiding out. He's in in a a sewer. sewer. He drags homeboy in there and you're like, why does he do that? So he drags him in there, but for some reason lets him go. Yeah. Why? Why did he because let they Corey lock go? Eyes. And then what? They didn't have a passionate kiss. They, they locked have. eyes, though. They locked eyes. High, actually, that mask, let me tell I you. I mean, those yeah, burns. the mask is very handsome. I really like It's a very really handsome loved. mask. <laughs> you know? So good. So he lets him, mask. <laughs> but he lets him go. And then the homeless guy or the house, what do they call them? What's the new term? Please tell me. Um, John, I don't, I can't, I don't know what it is. Unhoused person. An unhoused person accosts Corey immediately with a knife. Which and is weird because like he saw him fall to his death before. It was but so now he weird. Wants to, now he wants to knife him. Also, we can't make sense of the logic. It doesn't make any sense. No, but there's anyways, no reason. So, so, sta- he, so Corey's first kill. This is Corfin first kill, but Corey. So Corfin first kill. Corfin first, <laughs> Corfin first kill. He stabs the unhoused person who, for to whatever death. reason. To death. Yeah, he kills him. Leaves kills him, him there. Totally to, dead. Totally done. dead. Blood on his hand. So now Corey's got a taste of violence again and And evil. And also he had like a bonding moment with the Michael Myers, the town celebrity, which (laughs) the movie continues to follow Corey. It just keeps going. So so Corey's like in this, he's in this crossroads. Of his psyche where he's like with Britney Spears and Zoe Saldana (laughs) starring Zoe Saldana uh, and Britney Spears. And he's like, he's like, Britney, um, which way am I going to go? Am I going to go left and the murderous route? Like he's like, I'm an outsider just like Michael Myers. And I looked into his eyes and now I have a taste of that darkness and I'm intrigued. I'm allured and I kind of want that for myself. And my future. Yeah. Um, but that, but now he's, uh, he's, uh, involved with Allison 
Lori Strode's granddaughter. granddaughter. Yes. And they bone down for no reason at all. God. And uh, and then they are they go they make it pretty clear that they fall heavily heavily in love with each other. They're head over hills. And I'll, I'll tell you this, they're head over hills. And what I love so much about this relationship is that Corey's willing to go to every length for Allison. And yeah. he's like, uh, he says something and Allison's like, you want to know what? Burn it all to the ground. And then Burn he's it like all to the ground. And they're talking and, about the town Haddonfield. Yeah. And then so she's like, now we're she's doing this a little thing evil about themes. We're, yeah. like, we're like playing on a theme of like. I don't know. Do you stay in the light or do you just go into the dark? Do you, do you play into your light impulses, your good impulses, or do you get bad? Do they you got get naughty? Bad. They got bad and naughty. They got a little bit dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. And you know who else has a history with this push and pull of good and bad? Jamie Christina Lee Curtis. Aguilera. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Christina Aguilera, who shows up to that ex Tina shows up in the chaps. She's, she's in all her like, chaps. She's, she's like, did someone say dirty? <laughs> and then they're like, hey, how did you get into my bedroom? <laughs> like, uh... And then Corey murders Christina Aguilera. <laughs> and that's all that happened in her story. So yeah. we got back to the the main the main right. story. So Lori Strode is like, I see this blossoming relationship my granddaughter is getting into who i'm very protective of and this guy Corey, is a bad influence on her so you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna stop that i'm gonna stop it by kidnapping Corey, knocking him unconscious and tying him to a chair no wait no that doesn't happen we're watching different movies. <laughs> John, that was Panic Room. Um, oh, right. No, he's sitting that on was a actually Panic Room. <laughs> he's sitting on a staircase, okay? And he's no, no, like, no, he's sleeping. So, wait, let me, okay, let okay, me just reel it please? in. Let I me reel it in. Let me reel it in real quick. <laughs> please do. Okay. This is what happens after they say, we're going to burn this town to the ground. There's a guy that works outside of the radio station and he's just another person that hates Corey. Oh, that's right. And he's so mad. He's like, so mad. He's he's like, Corey. Like, yeah, he does. He goes, Corey. He's like, hey, Corey. And that's all that needs to be said. And they yeah. know it's offensive. So so what happens then is uh, you, he says some stuff to Corey and Allison and they're like, we need to leave. We have to get out of this town. People are horrible. Gotta here. go. Yeah. So Corey decides one last night. I'm going to go and sleep in this house where I accidentally killed a child very, very violently. And so yes. guess who's there? Lori, for some reason, found him at this mm -hmm. house that has a chain link fence around it because it's been condemned. For I guess so. John, people literally are murdered. After people die and things. Yeah, but people are murdered in homes. And then the real estate agents like, by the way, three people died here and everyone's like, I'll give you 200,000 more what you're asking. Yeah. And for so, some reason, there's a chain link fence around this one. A very. It was a very nice house, a very big house. John, it was very nice. I don't know why. Also, what I did find weird is that for some reason, uh, the banisters were fixed that the kid fell from. Yeah, they fixed the, ban the they fixed the banisters and then they condemned the house, which is yes. a logical chain of events. It's a lot of work because I noticed they keep showing that weird spiral that goes yeah. up the three to four stories. And then. Yeah, right. 
I don't know. So oh, it makes sense to me. Oh, naturally. So Laurie Strode is sitting. When I say naturally, I mean naturally. Laurie Strode is sitting in a chair, which is natural ice. And she's, which, by the way, not great. Um, <laughs> sponsor us. So, yes. So us. if you sponsor us, it's five stars. Yes, five stars. But anyway, Lori is knocking on the wall in a chair. And Corey wakes up and he's like, why are you here? Yada, yada. She's like, she you said, can't have my daughter. You I mean, my granddaughter. My, you can't have my granddaughter. And he says, embrace the evil lady. And she's Jeez. like. You know what? He tells her how she's supposed to feel. And I don't I do not. I do not abide. Listen. And also, nor do I like it in movies where characters exposit what another character has been feeling for ages because he literally does it. He's like he's like, you feel it, too. You do. You do. Don't you? You do. Mm -hmm. And we get no visual confirmation one way or the other from that. But we're supposed to, as the audience, uh, realize that that has been in Jamie Lee Curtis's mind the entire decades that this has been going on. It's like, it's a a new character development that is not explored at all ever. No. At any point. The thing, and he goes, you can't wait for Michael to come back for you. You can't wait for it. I bet you can't wait. And she's like, I gotta go. And then she disappears out a window. Literally goes. Literally goes. She's like, she's like, I know that you're going to go on a murderous rampage, but you do you baby girl. Yeah. So she leaves. Um, He does go on a murderous rampage, which by the way, it took way too long for the bodies to start falling. But I will say we are like over an hour involved in this. John, it's almost to the end at this point, because I think I told you so. I had an hour left. It took us two days to watch this movie. FYI, it spends a long time on Corey, who is a new character to the franchise, who is in the final installment of the franchise. And we have to take a long, long time to establish and build up his character for the audience to latch on to. Um, I don't think that's an appropriate thing to do for a final installment um, of, a, of an iconic franchise. Yeah, no, because clearly I don't want a new character. I don't, I don't care either. about him. I literally don't. Also, it's really weird that the people he chose to kill were Allison's co-workers. Yeah. And his it's also first like, kill was Allison co-workers. And then also, why was Michael Myers there? Sorry, guys, we jumped. So after the oh, whole right. JLC thing and Corey interaction, Corey's Corey like, I'm fully going to kill mask. people. He's, he goes back to the Michael Myers hideout and he steals the mask he off of Michael Myers. Michael Myers, who is literally also before you, John, before you say anything, <sighs> I have to say this before I forget, because I will. Halloween kills in the end. They said that he was this. I don't know. A uh, supernatural being, maybe supernatural. John, he the, was getting the embodiment sh- of evil. He was getting stronger with every person he killed at the end of Halloween Kills, which was like twenty people in a circle. Because he's more of an idea and not an actual human, and he l- thrives on evil and like killing and destruction. It only makes him stronger. They erased this the whole concept kid. by this kid taking him down. They tussle. Literally, it's a playground fight. We don't see details of it. No, no. And he steals Michael's mask. He just rips it off. And Michael Myers lets him walk away with it. And then then, sits up and then sits up. You know how Michael sits. Everyone knows how Michael. It's very good for the ass. He is supposed. 
this entire decades of Michael Myers being unkillable. You cannot overcome him. Luck is on his side, literally. And okay, we're saying literally a lot. And that's Halloween, okay. In Halloween Kills, people shoot at him and the bullets miss him magically hundreds of times. Corey said, look over there and then put his foot behind him and pushed him and then took the mask after he tripped him. And then it walks was- away with the mask and Michael Myers does not come after him immediately. No. So now. Corey has the mask and Corey's like, I'm the new Michael bitch. And he goes and he proceeds to go on a murdering rampage, which which also this sequence is very uncharacteristic of this, especially these last three movies where they have been very visceral and very violent. And you see everything. This is a this is a murdering rampage sequence. With, that cuts away from the violence. Did you notice that? It only in I did notice that because they only had one really super core, like one Corey Gory moment. Yeah. And that which was after. the DJ. John, can I tell you, I actually rewound it and watched it again. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I watched it <laughs> again. Was, I'm not shooting like a, you. I thought that was such a cool kill right. scene. It delivered what we came here to but see. But not enough. And, and you're also, right. It did the cut away. The rest of them cut away from the violence. They, it's just it cuts. It's like a victim is screaming about to die. Cuts away, and it's a, that's so annoying to me. And I think I've mentioned it on this podcast several times. It is annoying because the thing is, is we come into horror movies, slasher movies specifically for and it's the kills. Inconsistent. It's inconsistent with the with Halloween and Halloween kills. Like you've established that we're going to see all of the stuff. And now the final installment, you're going to cut away from that stuff. Right. The opening scene of Halloween kills was so insane. Insane. And it was like the the only good part of Halloween kills is not the story. It's like the gore and violence and how they doubled down. It's the kills. The kills. (laughs) So So, Halloween ends doesn't do this. And Halloween ends. Corey tricks the band nerds to follow him to this car. uh, Uh, His dad's like metal scrapyard. The metal scrapyard and proceeds to murder all of the band nerds. But in literally (sighs) the most anticlimactic way. And it looked like it could be cool. But guess what? While that dude's getting the welder on his face it's the depth of field is shallow and all you can see is home girl smashed underneath yeah the, the fence which is lame and then you see him crush her head for two and a half seconds yeah so Dumb. it's that same thing where it's like implied violence it's cutting away it's masking Dumb. it it's blurring it it's in the background it's whatever so Corey's <sighs> fully fully violent and he's supposed to be meeting allison at a diner at this point and he ain't what? showing up on time he stands uh, he stands her up he stands her up and, and uh he goes yeah where does he go john he goes, he goes to the dj home. booth oh right he goes he doesn't he, go he, home he kills michael goes to Corey's home and murders Corey's overbearing mom yeah this all happens at the same time just fyi Oh, I thought it was like the same person. I'm confused. It was Michael. Michael Myers rolls into the house without his mask, murders the overbearing mom. Oh, that's weird. He finds the knife. It's Michael Myers. Okay. All right. And I'm like, okay, so now we have two separate killers on the street. Uh, 
in one that can, I don't know. Like it's so stupid, but anyway, let's cut to the end. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, we got a really cool uh, DJ kill, which by the way, yeah. I don't want to spoil that for sure. nobody. If you want to watch this movie, it's the best kill. I rewound it. I loved it. Yeah, it's definitely best kill, but I mean, there could have been other really good ones too. John, that was best kill. It's best kill by default because it's because the really the only happened. one that you kind of see. Um, so anyway, um, so Lori Strode and Corey face off. They do face off, except for Corey ends up being a big old biznatch. And he's like, well, if I can't have Allison, no one can. I hate that line. Right. So he stabbed himself that. in the neck to make Lori look like she did it. And guess what? As coincidence would have it, Allison rolls into the house as Lori pulls the knife out of Corey's neck, making it look like Lori killed yeah. Corey. And she's like, I don't want you to be my grandmother anymore. She's like, you're a big old bitch. And then, and she, then she runs leaves. away. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then, and then Michael Myers shows up. Michael shows up immediately for the mask because guess what? Corey still had it. So now Michael, so now a dead Corey who Michael kills, Michael snaps his neck because he's still alive. How? I don't know. I thought yeah. he bled out on the floor from the knife stabbing in his neck. Michael kills Corey, takes the mask, the mask back, back, puts, it, puts on. it on. Jamie Lee Curtis is here and, and they're they like, you know what, let's do fight. this. Jamie Lee Curtis is making instant rice in the microwave, which looked Honestly, that was the saddest meal I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's to distract Michael Myers because she's hiding. She is in wait. So uh, Michael pulls her out of the closet, which honestly, Michael could have pulled me out of the closet a long time ago. <laughs> it would have helped. You're thirsting for Michael Myers. Oh, no, I wasn't point. thirsting after him, but he could have pulled me out of the closet. I would have been like, gladly, let's, what are we You're doing? Like, you're like, let's do this. You can murder me. No, I guess I'm dead now. So the grand face off between Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers, it's here. And you see who's going to win. You see flashes of the 40 years of the franchise happening while it's all culminated into this moment. However, it didn't really culminate so much because we had a huge, long, like hour and a half storyline of this Corey guy who is now didn't dead. matter. Didn't matter. Which, yeah. So guess what? It could have been spent on Jamie Lee Curtis, but you know what? We didn't want to do that, did we? Nope. Because it probably cost too much. And Jamie Lee Curtis was like, I'm going to make you pay me to do this. And so she's like, said, I'm only available on these days. Sorry. <laughs> she said, I have four days to do this out of the entire year. So yeah, <laughs> let's make it work. So anyway, if you all want to know. Jamie Lee Curtis finally kills Michael Myers with the help of Allison, who comes back. But you know what she does while she's doing it? Uh, uh, I don't like <laughs> two or three shots, two or three shots. And also gently, compassionately holding Michael Myers's hand. She does. She holds his hand as he dies because because they know each other. So they they are so close. She gently slits his wrist so that he bleeds out. And we're not going to tell you how all this happens because it is a full mess. And um, a lot's going on. Yeah. The best thing that happens is at the end when they have a parade of Michael Myers body on the top of a car, they take him back to the scrapyard, which, by the way, where did all the bodies go that uh, Corey left in the scrapyard? They were um, not there. No. I mean, they basically uh, tainted an active crime scene. All the bodies were gone. 
all of them. All of them. There were there were no police around. There there was nobody being like, oh my god, there's people dead over here. Yeah, because there is a very reverent funeral procession for Michael Myers, but it's not so reverent. (laughs) (laughs) They like they crowd surf his body. John, can I tell you? Crowd surf the body. Wait, can I tell you? I was actually. I love that part because it made me feel like everyone was in a cult. And I was like, these people are deranged. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I actually love that moment. Cause I was like, this town is literally deranged and they crowd surf yeah. his body to the chipper, the car chipper, the metal scrap chipper, John. I was of like social media fame. It was so wild. Yes. Of social, of TikTok. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they dump him in there and for like a split frame you see him crumple into nothing which i thought was so cool i was like if you're gonna crumple that body up and yeah. they crush that skull guess crumple what it. movie ends movie is over it says halloween ends with jamie lee curtis talking oh, to the before. sheriff well she she finishes her memoir john i completely forgot this whole movie this whole movie was basically just a platform for her writing her book. Yeah. So she writes. So she finishes the last sentence of her book, which is something like evil doesn't end. It, it just changes shape. It just changes shape. Yeah. Period. Closes the laptop. And by the way, it's autumn. So I'm wearing a sweater. She now. said period on that. That like, part. Hun-D and then, and then what she does. And then she opens up her phone and, and she goes on <laughs> and then she goes to and then she goes to YouTube and she watches videos of drag queens and giggles to herself alone in her room. Yep, she as does. any normal human being would. She she is but no, Sarah, there's a knock on the door. She's Sarah Paulson in that meme from American <laughs> Horror Story yeah. holding her phone in the dark with the, the blue light. Illuminating her face. <laughs> that is a very human image. But uh, so, but the, but some, there's a knock on the door, and it's none other than that sheriff dude. And from he's all like, the other ones. Yeah, from all the other things. And um, there's there is a there's a basket for her at the doorstep that he brought. Honestly, and it's the, it is the worst gift in the entire world. It is carrots and celery. <laughs> It is carrots and celery. John, if I open the door to carrots and celery and he's like, here's a gift for you. Enjoy. I would have kicked that shit off my stoop. Yeah. He was like, I just thought you might want some carrots and celery. John, he and, literally and like, says okay. enjoy. Like, what am like, I supposed to do? I can't enjoy carrots and celery. Like, She's going to make, make it into a stew. Am I a rabbit? John, this movie was a rabbit. And it was looking <laughs> right at the headlights as the coffee came closer to it. <laughs> I thought you might want some carrots and celery. John. It's so, it was the saddest gift basket I've ever seen in my entire life. And I, for that pulled me out so hard among everything else. I'm like, we're like, this is, this is the perfect embodiment of how this movie made me feel. Is that the, Disappointed. The, the gift is this disappointing, sad carrots and celery basket john i don't maybe okay maybe we're missing something like this has happened in one of the halloween movies before like, did she say is it like an easter egg where in the first movie she's like oh 
You know what? I just want a man who brings me carrots and celery. Don't forget the cabbage. There was oh, a fully cabbage, which is bitter. John, he <laughs> smells made, bad when you steam it. He brought her ingredients for a salad. Yeah. Like what? And also I thought you might want so I thought you could enjoy something like this. And then she's like, she's like, you know what? I don't enjoy it. And he starts to go away. And she's and then she's like, you know what? Why don't we just sit on this porch and not go inside? They talk. Because I have boundaries still. Yeah. She's like, my walls are still a little so but there's my hope. walls are breaking down, but they're still up, you know? But you got to do better than carrots, cabbage, and celery. And then you see the Michael Myers mask on her table in the house, and I don't get it. Yeah, it's just like a fucking souvenir. So, um, I don't get it. So. I guess it was yeah. her kill. You know how when killers take a souvenir? Sure. That was whatever. hers. That mask was hers, right? You, you could say that. That's all I can get from it. I really don't get it. You could say a lot of different things. I could. There's so many <laughs> things I could say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's the end of the movie. And we hope that you enjoyed that. Um, you can watch it now on Peacock. Where it will live forever. Forever. <laughs> and will never end. It will and never saga, leave. And you'll never see Corey again. That was John. This is not a movie of Laurie Strode. This is a movie of Corey, and that was very Corey Strode. This was Corey Strode, not Laurie Strode. He doesn't even have a last name. No, he doesn't. Um, the thing about this is like, I love Jamie Lee Curtis to death. I think everyone can agree. Yes. This did not mar or taint or change my view of how much of a goddess Jamie Lee Curtis is. I love her. I will never not love her. I love that she continued the franchise, even though I'm sure she was sick of it. And that is, that is very, I mean, that is one of those very rare things where like you can be this movie star, you can be this actress And you're sort of like impervious to like bad movies that you're in. John, she has withstood out of even though the movies are terrible, she continues a career because she's like she is. Nobody can deny Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. Um, Yeah. And I think like I feel like that's also like maybe like her off screen personality. Like she's just like she just takes it on the chin. I truly think. For real. She was like, like I feel like fine. she's very self-aware. I feel like she like probably realizes that this is like not the correct end to this decades long thing. But she's a fucking professional. And she also doesn't care because she was like, you know what? I've played Lori for my entire life. Yeah. Lori is dude. Jamie Lee Curtis is Halloween. People yeah. can play the shape. People come and go. Jamie Lee Curtis is Halloween, which brings me to a point, which is Halloween kills and Halloween ends relegate Jamie Lee Curtis to the background, which is not okay because the 2018, I fully love that movie. It's all of her. And she shares that screen with, um, with, uh, oh my gosh, it's okay. What's her name? It's all right. I also have forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) John, John, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. We cannot do this. No. Oh, my God. Okay, so she shares the screen with an actress who we both really, really, really like. His name is now not coming to us. Because we are are aging gays. And that's okay. (laughs) We're allowed to forget. 
Okay. But what we can't, what, what we will never forget is how uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends did Jamie Lee Curtis dirty by not focusing on her story arc. Nope. And they should have let it be. It was a Halloween like, Kills. She was she was in a hospital bed the entire time. John, we didn't need the granddaughter story either. And I really fully love how homegirl whose name we can't remember, but love died in Kills. And but we were unsure, but then she was fully dead four years yeah, later. Like, oh, yep, totally dead. Totally dead. Well, it would have been really funny if like they had like some expository dialogue that like she didn't die in that <laughs> knifing at the end of Halloween Kills, but she uh was like like she choked on a ham sandwich or something a couple of years later. Yeah, she choked on the carrots, cabbage, and celery that the it's sheriff like dropped up. Michael Myers isn't the only the only source of evil and murder mm-hmm. in in Havend- Haddon- Havenfield, Haddendale. Hadden, uh, had, Haven, uh, ha- Havendale. Haddendale? Haddenfield. Haddendont. Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Ville. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, um, that's it. Uh, Wait, do you yeah. want to give some reviews? Also, yeah, how much did this movie cost? We oh, talked about it. Right. Uh, it cost $20 million, okay. which is... 10 million, only 10 million dollars more than Orphan First Kill, which is wild. Mm. Um, so <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis better have gotten at least 10 million dollars for this. I movie. really hope they gave her the 10 million. I because hope they, that, that's yeah. like a dream paycheck because it's like the movie isn't really about me and I don't have to work as many days and I still get 10 million dollars. Plus, you know, she's making money on that back end. Oh, she's going to make bank. So because this, million is, this is the number one movie in America as of today. Why that we are recording? Why? It, uh, are not, you kidding? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I don't have all the answers, Travis. <laughs> Wait, John, what's the date today? So, uh, no, no, today no, we don't is, have to say. Uh, it's October twenty-three. Okay, and, and this the is number, the number one number one movie in America, based off of streaming and theatrical. Because it had a, it had a short theatrical release. Yes. Um, and hmm. is still currently in theaters if you wish to do so. Um, it did gross. If you wish to did, do so, don't. You can stream it for free ish on peacock.com.co.uk. How much did it gross? $82 million so far, but it we're still in the first week. Absolutely made its money back. Holy yeah, and like shit. Blumhouse movies do that. And like the reviews of this are, you know, I would have to agree. Would have to agree. There was so much expectation behind this. There was no follow through. It did not pay off for I me. Actually, John, I can't tell you which one I dislike more kills or ends. I don't there, know which one I dislike more. You know, it's hard to say. I would probably say Halloween ends for me because I was I had such expectations for something like this because this is. This predates this franchise is older than we are. John, you know what? You're right. It is ends. And I just remembered why. Why? Why? And my why is because they did not continue from Halloween night in Halloween kills. Mm -hmm. Continue it. Well, here's also here's also a thing. Every single Halloween, for the most part, centers around Halloween. It is. It's October 31st. Always. the The murders happen on Halloween. Unless there's other movies out there that I don't really know about that, like, didn't do that. But in Halloween ends, yes, they have a Halloween night and it's a drunken romp, like, 
thing, but then it goes beyond Halloween and like no, Michael Myers doesn't die on Halloween. He does. He does he die does? on Halloween. It says October 31st and they have all of them trick or treat, but you see no trick or treaters. And the end of the night is Lori turning her lights off the porch lights. But they don't even allude to it. All they barely show is this flicker of a thing on the So are screen. you telling me, are you telling me, are you telling me that the, the Corey crazy dancing thing with the masks, that was on Halloween? I don't know if Corey was on Halloween because he's they were not. Part, well, the, well the, he's parting. There's a masks everywhere. It's Halloween. But it could be just like one of those parties right before Halloween happens. Oh, I you know, hate that. Because I hate it. John, I, hate I, that I remember so much. if you remember, it shows it flashes across the screen October 31st. And OK, so I'm here with you on the confusion because I'm pretty sure he dies Halloween night. So all of this was a precursor to Halloween. Yes. And like their time passes because there has to be time for there are for, because there's days. It, homeboy falls asleep when Lori sees him in the house. That's the night before. And then later it shows Halloween. Yeah. And there has to be time that passes for the two lovebirds to fall fully in love. Yes. So it's a precursor, like you said, to Halloween (sighs) night. I don't like that. This movie's not good. Anyway, uh, so (laughs) the critics agree. It's a it's a thirty nine percent tomatometer on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's too high. It's generous. (laughs) And the audience score, the audience was pissed. The audience said 57%. The audience should have been more mad. Yeah. They should have um, been so more pissed. Let me just get into the overview. So the critics consensus is Halloween ends for now anyway, with a frequently befuddling uh, installment that's stabbed, slashed, and beaten by a series of frustrating missed opportunities. Agree. Yeah. Not even missed opportunities. Uh, none Utter of the abject failures and like none it's of like this made purposefully, sense. It's like I don't understand these movies takes years of development to make with many different opinions on what goes into the script and the franchise. The Corey story, stupid. It's a stupid thing. We also don't Waste need the granddaughter element. Why do we this need the granddaughter a, element? We right, don't. but this this was their chance to dumb. Listen to feedback from Halloween Kills and make this about Laurie Strode in every single frame. Oh, they my knew, God. John, they knew they were going to make money, so they didn't care. They're like, slap, slap it together. Say it's the last one forever, but it's you know it's not going to be. Well, I won't. It's going to be the I last one that Blumhouse does, maybe. You I know, if Jamie Lee Curtis isn't in it, I won't be watching it. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I doubt she'll be in others. But uh, so the audience says Halloween ends packs a few slasher thrills, but may many fans will be disappointed by the way it concludes Michael Myers gory saga. And yeah, sure. Um, But if I scroll down to some actual um, individual critiques, so there's here's a top critic um, on Rotten Tomatoes uh, named Damian Levy or Levy. And he says the film has much to say about the effect an angry mob can have when um, uh, when when they make a villain out of victims far more subliminally than 2021's Halloween kills. And uh, that's like, what what are you trying to say, Damien? If that was the <laughs> if that was the case, then why didn't they just do Corey's story in Halloween kills? 
Why yeah, did we he's need a brand new character? It's stupid. This, this is not the time and platform to do that. Mm-mm. This is to to button up, cross your cross your eyes and dot your T's. And uh, John, I don't even blame the writers. I blame the studio. Yeah, I actually uh, blame the studio because they probably were like, who cares? Yeah. So uh, uh, Richard Richard Roper from the Chicago Sun Times, uh, he says, they say this is Halloween ends. I say, can we get that in writing? (laughs) I mean, yeah, Uh, it does kind of like tee up some things. So another one says who ultimately survives Michael's rumble with Lori ends up not mattering since the film itself shows such little signs of life. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so what do you think, Travis? I feel like everybody knows how we feel about it by this point. I love the Halloween franchise and I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm going to give this movie a four only because everyone showed up to do the job. This was not Orphan. First kill orphan. First kill is a two. Uh, you can go back and listen to that if you want. This is a four for me. Um, what did they say it was? Would they give it a thirty nine percent? The critics? Yeah, I uh, guess I, yeah. I guess I'm going to be OK. You know what? I guess I will kind of side with the critics on this only only because of Jamie Lee Curtis and because of all the people who really were trying to make whatever this mess was dude it was two different yeah. movies it made no sense right this so is where we of, come back to the two different movie things yeah it was it was two different movies it was far too much drama dude and i would have i would have i would have been able i would have been able to accept like a full hour precursor of a drama if it centered around Lori strode and not this new Corey character john what i wanted fully from beginning to end Lori trying to kill this, trying to kill Michael, the whole movie and other people dropping around being con- being cannon fodder, collateral damage, collateral damage. And also and then, through the struggle. Th- yes, I'm, I'm catching what you're pitching so, through that so struggle. Annoying. You realize you realize that she has her own hero complex with collateral damage. She and but it doesn't matter to her because her whole life exists around killing Michael. Right. And but the thing is, she's not the only person nope. who has been victimized by Everyone. Michael. But she for some reason, her hero complex puts her at the center of her own uh, story. So, yeah, she is the main character while everyone else. And so she could come to realize that hero complex over the course of people dropping like flies in her effort to kill Michael Myers. Because they do say that in this. They're like, you cause pain. You keep having this happen, but it's like, she's not the re Michael just for some reason wants to kill her. The thing is, is she can't kill him, but you're right. The hero complex thing, dude, this thing was, they actually, if this, they really no three, I'm giving us a three. Like after we talked yeah. about it a little bit, yeah. I'm giving this a three. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of like personally offended. I had my, I had such high mm-hmm. expectations for the end of a legacy franchise like this. And it's kind of like, you know what? Like, whatever. I, you know, it's not going to end here. It probably ends here with a Blumhouse producing it. But this intellectual property is going to fall into the hands of another production company at some point. Or it's going to fall into the public domain uh, 
eventually decades down the line. And then it's so iconic that it can't just end here on this note, but they did not pay it off. No, out of 10 out of 10 tongues being cut out of a DJ's crushed face. This movie gets a three, three tongues. Yeah, I would say I also echo that it's a three for me tonight. And I feel like I'm also being very generous and I don't want to give it a three. And I only do that because of Jamie Lee Curtis and everyone really trying. If I look at Jamie Lee Curtis alone, her performance through this is an eight to a ten because she is a full professional, fully committed to every single scene that they put her in. She is dropped in. She is in that scene and you can see it. John, she owns the final scene of this. Like literally, I believe every bit of it. Yes. Even though even though I'm totally taken out and like flabbergasted by what's going on, I'm like, you know what? I respect Jamie Lee Curtis because she's like she for me is like I feel like she I don't I don't know what's going on in her head, but it feels like she is taking ownership. She knows that she has responsibility to do that Laurie Strode character justice, no matter what the movie's like, which I love. Which I love that about her because, you you know, she didn't. I'm sure she thought this was not. I'm sure she had thoughts. I'm sure she had thoughts and prayers. (laughs) Um, But like, uh, yeah. And also, I woke up this morning thinking that we're going to be doing this movie. And I immediately thought of Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies and that little tiny black dress and those high heels and that slick back hair. John, can I tell you? True Lies. Was when I first fell in love with Jamie Lee Curtis. Me too. Uh, I love True Lies, dude. Like I had I had seen the Halloweens and I knew what was going on, but it was True Lies where I was like, True Lies did it, it for was, me. It was sort of exactly how we're talking about with Denise Richards to yep. bring this full circle. Like, um, whenever I was watching that, I, I was watching it in the with like my like uncles and cousins who are all very like dude bro and like, oh, it's an action movie, yeah. And I'm just like the gay in the corner being like, oh, my God, Jamie Lee Curtis. Work, bitch. And then she's like she's like a fish out of water in that in this movie where she's she's like fish named Wanda. (laughs) She's a fish named Wanda in this movie. Um, And she's like having to do the spy stuff and like has no idea what's happening. I loved it. And just trying to like bumble her way through and like but she's wearing that tight skinny little black dress and she makes it sexier because she knows that like the frills are a little too conservative and like her hair's not right so she so dumps she, that vase water john i was just gonna say <laughs> when she dumps the vase on her and does her hair and all of a sudden i'm like 10 10 like she, 10 yeah, 10 across she, the board yeah she went from like i don't know if this is gonna work to like a hundred percent call girl status right also, now there was no water anywhere around her after the whole thing <laughs> there was none on her chest there was none on like, her dress <laughs> they like did a cut and it was like perfectly slicked back wet look john she looked incredible and yeah, i was, was like the, this uh, is believable out of yeah. true out of true lives this is the most believable thing but that happened it was also like this whole uh jamie lee curtis she shows up to work and gives the same level of performance in every single thing that she is no matter what she does and yeah and like it also shows in everything everywhere all at once where she by the way duh yes i mean there had to have been a point in making that where it was where she had been like is this gonna do well or what the crazy hell are we doing and is it am i gonna look stupid but no, I she don't think fully, she cares. She fully committed to that crazy character and it totally emotionally is compelling. John, 
she really is somebody that I don't think enough people really give the credit. Right. She deserves a lot of credit for doing things that could yeah. and will flop. And she goes, she goes in and is like, cool. Let's She's do like, this. I am a professional. I am here and I'm going to give you 100%. I don't care what's going on around me. Yeah. Well, get it. I guess with that, guys, um, this is now a Jamie Lee Curtis podcast. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I think that's but it. If I think anybody out, out there knows Jamie Lee Curtis or oh. Denise Richards, uh, bring him on the show. Or Brittany Snow. Let Brittany it, Snow. Honestly, I'd love, to, I'd love to have a chat with Brittany Snow. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. Like, but um, so next week, everybody, get into it. It's our final installment of Spooktober. Are we doing two or are we just doing? Oh, we're doing two. We are? Okay. We oh, got to yeah. figure out what the other one is. But you guys, okay. we're going to we finalize. Yes. We are finalizing our October Spooktacular with Pearl. Pearl. It's going to be out on VOD. Oh, we have been itching to watch Pearl. You guys get into it. All right. We're going to see of it all. We're going to see if she's going to be winning an Oscar this year. Uh, No, Michelle Yeoh better win the Oscar. Oh, yes. And I'm not kidding. If Michelle Yeoh does not win the Oscar. There is no God. We have to stop because everything everywhere all at once. I'm not kidding. This is she's doing a lot in this movie. She is the best. She is so good. So yeah. And anyway, long time in the making for her. But yes, you're right. We are out of time. Everybody, Travis, what do we do? Uh, okay. What we do is we subscribe, we rate, review, and we email us at meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. If you guys want to talk to us, go to our website, which John lovingly created for all of you, even though he doesn't know you. Um, and yeah. that website's called meangirlsinterrupted.com. We have, we have a little tab there. You can click the contact link. You can email us. Do Let it. us know. Leave the reviews, leave a rating. It helps us with the algorithm. Yeah, we know you're listening. We do know you're listening. We can see it. We can see you from your house. We can see you from your country, from your state, <laughs> from your province, uh, we can, from yeah. your village. If you open up the closet door, we're sitting right there. And we are doing... Huddling over a microphone. <laughs> we're huddling over a microphone <laughs> doing this podcast from your closet. Yeah. And with so, that, John, I guess yes. we're done. Yeah. We're done. We're done. That's it. Okay. So with that, I'm going to see you at the movies. Roll the credits, you crumpled up serial killer body inside of a car crushing crusher thing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah.